0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing right along in Mesech Shabbos. Yud, Mishnah Dalit, and Mishnah He. As a preface to this Mishnah, we have to discuss the concept of malechas Machshevis. That is, when it comes to the laws of Shabbos, not only does the action have to be done, but also it has to be done with intent that the action be done. It's called Meleches Mach There has to be intent that you're doing the action. And therefore, if you do an action, even if it's a... it's in violation of Shabbos, but you didn't intend for that action to, to take place. Let's say you wanted to pick a flower, not realizing the flower was attached to the floor. So even though you actually, you you, you detached a flower thinking it was only, it was merely sitting on the floor, it wasn't attached, so you're not liable for coaching, for cutting. This is the These are part of the laws of Shabbos, but it goes beyond that. Let's say a person, as we'll see in our Mishnah, intended to carry in an inferior way. And he ends up carrying. Excuse me, in a, in a in a better way, and ends up carrying it in an inferior way. One would also be exempt. Mean, say as follows: "Mascot loads to the fun of A person wants to carry an item in front of them, and so it's is assumed carrying things in front of you, you have more protection over it, and therefore it's it's a more it's a better way to carry." And, and somehow it slides and ends up going behind him, which is an, an inferior way, he's exempt. Why? Because at this point, it's considered, it's, considered, it's not a Malachah that he wanted to do. Because he, he didn't want to carry it behind him, it's not Malachah's Machsheves, he didn't want to carry it behind him, and therefore he's in fact exempt. However, but if he intended to carry it behind him, which again is the inferior way, and then it slides around and he ends up carrying it in front of him, he is liable because the assumption is, that at the end of the day, although he set out to carry it on his back, which again is inferior, now that he's carrying it in front of him, he's happy with it. He's okay with it. He wants it because, again, it's a better way to carry things. He has more protection over it, and therefore and therefore, he's going to be liable. The Emma's Amru, in truth, they said, says our Mishnah, that, um, that um, if a woman wears an underskirt, which is some sort of garment worn for modesty reasons, and there's something attached to this skirt. Whether, she, whether the thing that's attached to the skirt is in front of her or behind her, she's, she's going to be liable. Because the woman knows that normally this underskirt turns around, and therefore, even if she attaches it behind her, it's going to end up going to the front. And even if she attaches it in front of her, it's going to end up going behind her, and therefore, wherever it ends up, she knows that's how it's going to be when she attaches it to this underskirt, so she's going to be liable. af Afmikabalipsekin. He says not only that, but also the, those who carry the royal letters that seem to be the, the town crier who would carry the royal letters from town to town? He would he'd roll up the parchment, put it in some sort of tube, and he'd go running from town to town, town to town with this letter. So the tube would be kind of it would, it would be flopping around, something's being in front of him, and as he's running, it would, it would go behind him, etc. So Rihuda extends this ruling of of the of the uh, not the of but of the BMS Umru, where he says that because the, the, the this this person knows from the outset that when they put on this this tube attached to some sort of string that when he's running it's gonna slip around it's gonna end up behind him, it's gonna end up in front of him so therefore wherever it ends up he's gonna be liable because he's okay with that. Next. Says our Mishnah in uh, Mishnah Five, Mishnah Hay, that Hamoti Kiko If one transfers a loaf from a bread from public do, from from a private domain to public domain, one is chayev, one is obligated, one is one is one is liable. Okay, that we know that is uh, the standard halacha. However, Tshu and Peturim. But if two people transfer an item that only one person needed to transfer, so then we say they're exempt. The uh, the Gemara tells us based off the pasuk that if two people do a malacha that it only required one person, so we look at it as if not, neither of them did the malacha. But what if neither of them by themselves can transfer? You have a very heavy load, I know you have a couch. And it took two in order to move the couch outside. both take it out. So therefore chayavim. Now they're both liable because we look at it as if they both are performing the entire malacha. Ray and Potter, however, exempts it. He says here as well, based off the pasuk he learns that you're only you're only liable if you do the entire malacha yourself, even if it's a malacha that you couldn't do yourself, and therefore you need someone else to help you. In that case, you'd be exempt, you'd be potter. What if one transfers a, a, a amount of food, a, amount of food that's the, that's less than the minimum amount that one, one would be liable for if they carried outside? They take out a one grape, let's say. But they take it out in a vessel. They take it out in a packaging. So together with the packaging, the packaging itself is significant. Says the Mishnah Potraff he's exempt. Exempt certainly for carrying out the food because it's less than the shear, but also exempt. And here's the Chiddush. Here's the novelty. He's also exempt for the vessel because we look at the vessel as... Tuffel as secondary to the food it's only there to carry the food and therefore it gets subsumed under the the food and the, since the food is too small so then we don't we, we ignore the food and we ignore the vessel as a what if someone carries out a person in a bed so the halach is chai no says atzmo because a person who's alive is constantly moving he it's easier to carry a live person because they shift their weight around and therefore the halacha looks at it is a live person carries himself so even if a, even if a person's being carried the assumption is that he's in a way carrying himself and therefore one is not liable for carrying out a person on shabbos now what if you carry out a person in the in a bed? Well we say since the person is the more important part, the bed is becomes tough felt to him, the bed becomes secondary to him, and therefore he's exempt on the person, as we know, Chai no atmo, but also he's exempt for the bed because again the bed is secondary to him. Shamita because the bed is secondary to the person. However, it's a meet the But if one carries out a corpse in a bed, then they are liable because again, a, a corpse does not carry itself. The reason why Chai knows that Atzim, a live person carries himself is because he shifts his weight around, which helps, which helps with the carrying. However, a corpse does not do so, and therefore one one would be liable. The kizayis so ben a to if one carries out a, a olives worth a kizayis from from a dead body, the kizayis ben or from a dead animal, vichadashim and hasheretz or a lentil volume. Of a one of the eight species uh, that uh, that are uh, that are tummy of the of the of the of the shiratzim. All these cases, he's high he's he's, li- he's liable. Now you may be asking, why? What's the chedesh here? Of course, he's liable. He's carrying, and the answer is because the reason he's carrying these things outside is just in order to remove them from his house, not because he wants to do an action, but just because he wants to remove them. And the halach is it's that when you do something, but not for its intended purpose, If, for instance, the classic quintessential case is. If you dig a hole, because you want to, um, you want the dirt, not because you want the hole. So you're actually exempt, because again, the pro- prohibition of digging a hole is because you want to have a hole in Shabbos, because you want to plant with it. But you dig it just for the dirt, so that's considered a malacha inatriich a malacha not done for its intended purpose, and one is t- is generally exempt from those things. So here as well, you might think that if you dig a hole, excuse me, if you remove the the um, the animal the the the, the value um the kazayis min the vela or you remove the mace from the house you're not doing it because you want to carry the mace you're doing it because you want to get rid of a dead body from your house you may think you should be exempt comes along our mission says you're a you're a high you're obligate you're liable and what's the reason so here's actually the interesting thing because our mishnah is going according to the opinion of of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda believes that. Rabbi Yehuda believes that Amlacha not done for its intended purpose, one is Chayev. However, who disagrees with him? Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Potter, Rabbi Shimon exempts. Rabbi Shimon says, in all these cases, as in carrying out a dead body, because you don't want the body in the house, carrying out the kezayas from the dead body, or from the dead animal, or from the sherets, in all these cases, you're only doing it because you want to rid your house from the tumah, not because you actually want to carry, and therefore, he says, in all these cases, one is indeed exempt. One is indeed Potter. I wish you all a wonderful day.